You know what sucks? Shopping for trucker's insurance. You know what sucks more? Not having it. You want to know how to fix that? Call 800-347-5373 and let the trucking insurance experts at Rev help you get the coverage you need without breaking the bank. Rev specializes in providing insurance of all types to small fleet owners and independent owner-operators. Whether local, short-haul, or long-haul, Rev Insurance can get you covered at a price that fits your budget. From liability damages and cargo to workers' compensation and surety bonds, Rev has your back while you're out there on the road. Call 800-347-5373 or visit www.revinsurance.com. That's R-E-V-I-N-S. U-R-A-N-C-E dot com. That's 800-347-5373. Rev Insurance knows truckers because they only work with truckers. Hey drivers, are you thinking about becoming a lease operator? Well, NCI is leasing out one to two-year-old Kenworth T680 double bunk condo tractors. Fully loaded with APU and fridge. Plus, the company is owned by their own product. That's right. They deliver mainly their own freight, which means your business will be thriving for a long time to come. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. And tell them TalkCDL sent you. Please. Thank you. So you have something on the uh, coronavirus over there, huh? I do. Okay. What do you got? An article. Right. Well, I mean, obviously it has something to do with trucking and I'm guessing, I don't know, there's not a lot of cases in the, in the United States as of yet, but, Correct. but I, I had read something where truckers, you know, run a risk of it because of things coming into the country or something like that. Right. Well, right now the CDC is, is keeping an eye on the ports because of the freight that's coming in from China. They want to make sure that uh, United States in a whole is not being affected specifically our drivers that are going into those ports and picking up that freight. In the beginning of February, they basically, um, China put a stop to a lot of their exporting. Uh, they had a, their new year, the Chinese new year. Right. And the cities shut down for that week like they take a national week off of work type of thing they extended it in certain areas where the virus was a little bit more um prevalent yeah Yeah. so what they did is they they just started going back to work mid-february but they started to where they were keeping the freight that was coming out they were stopping some of it because they didn't want to you know have any issues, but the CDC cannot find where the coronavirus will be alive or can survive on a surface. They know it can be transferred through the a person that's like six feet away or closer and they cough or sneeze and they have it, you have a high chance of getting it because that's how it's transmitted, just like the flu. But because of testing, they haven't figured out whether or not it can actually survive on a surface, which would be the containers. The U.S. Coast Guard just allowed started allowing the vessels that are carrying anything from China to into our ports, but the crew members, if there's anybody that's sick, they won't let them 
get anything off. Like there's, they're not even allowed in. If there's no one sick, they can come in, but no one is allowed off the ship, even if there's no one sick. But as far as truckers are concerned, it would be, by the way, I don't feel good. You know that. It's funny you're talking about the virus, some virus. I don't even have half of my voice. I don't think I have the coronavirus. You know, and he still don't stop talking. Well, he's sick and still kept his mouth going. Right. See, like as when I first seen the name coronavirus, I was going, that's a cool virus, man. It's I like, thought it was a joke at first. I'm like, I'm picturing a bottle with a lime in the top of it. I'm like, <laughs> what? It's, so, okay, it's like an alcoholic's virus or something. <laughs> I thought it was like maybe a Mexican. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, okay, so coronavirus. Cool. But, but so... But no, but then here I get this sore throat and everything, and you want to talk about the coronavirus is kind of kind of weird. Well, it it's mainly it's not just because of that. Mm. I've I read that before. They weren't trying to figure out if the coronavirus was actually, um, like you said, it can last on a surface. Like I think is it hepatitis? I don't know if you heard about. In fact, I was actually had my annual doctor's visit last week. Right, you know that because you're Ruth Ann. And, okay, so, but anyways, so I was talking to my doctor, and she's a female, really nice doctor, by the way, and she, uh, we started talking about the coronavirus, and she was saying that, you know, they they know that there's most diseases, and she said the word coronavirus is, is like an umbrella, like, because she said even, like, um, uh, certain diseases are, are considered a coronavirus. So this actual coronavirus actually has a name. But I never even heard of the word coronavirus before. But anyway, she was telling me that there are certain diseases that can live, like, on a counter for a week. Mm-hmm. And that's scary. You want to know what one of them is? Hepatitis. And at one time, if you got hepatitis, you were never getting rid of it. But now, they, in the last couple of years, they actually have cured hepatitis. you got to go through all kind of crazy pain because we knew a guy in Tampa that had it and he he was telling us how what he went through to get rid of it but anyways there's only a couple viruses that they know of that you know I I think most viruses don't last more than one or three minutes out in the open air and it dies you know but but so this thing here because it's like killing people you know, it's killed um, forty thousand or nine hundred. Yes, yeah. See, I thought the numbers were a little weird. See, I don't think we're getting true numbers because that's a, the, my doctor said. She goes, "We're not getting true numbers from China." She said that is for sure not happening because because at first it said the other day it said um, there's how many people have been infected so far? More than forty thousand. More than forty thousand, and so it. it it, the numbers weren't adding up, she said, the way it was coming out. And I didn't want to get into that. Well, they might not know because of so many small towns, like little villages. They might not be able to get a true, honest figure because of that. Okay, but so nobody's died in the United States yet. No. Right, but now... Do you It's know really we, not in the United States. Yeah, no, there's there's cases in the United States. They have legal documented cases of coronavirus, like 13 or 15 of them. Mm. It's very, very low. What I'm trying to say is, do you know how many people die from the flu every year in the United States? A good handful mm-hmm. from the actual flu. Well, yeah, and they, they're mostly elderly or extremely young that have an already um, condition that's preventing them from being extremely the sky, healthy. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. 
Everybody does. Do you remember West Nile virus when the mosquitoes were killing people like a few years ago? Or the wine, you don't even, swine flu. You, you don't even hear about it. Or the bird flu. Remember that? The swine flu, the bird flu. Do you know these all came from, from like Asia, right? Oh, yeah. Everything comes from over there. They're so, in Africa. Yeah. And, they, and, and not only that, they all wear those masks, but yet everything comes from there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm listening to you. I was looking. It's I, just scary. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's funny because every time you see them on TV, they all have masks on. Every, and yeah. when they come over to, to Florida, they're walking around with masks. Yeah, and here we are talking about truckers getting it. And well, because what they were saying was all, the imports that come in from China, mm-hmm. which aren't as much right now as it used to be. Well, they said it's, it's always a soft year. Like the first quarter is always a soft quarter because right. of their new year, everything shuts down. So they said our first quarter is always soft um, because of that. Our imports are... They say every year, no matter what, our first quarter is always soft because they, where they're, where they celebrate a lot of this at, where they, they stop it is where a lot of the automobile, a lot of the chip for your, your, um, smartphones and computers and stuff. So they said that that's always soft, but because of the tariffs and because of this virus, it's even softer. So let's get back to talking about the truckers. Okay. All right. So what they were afraid of was with the imports coming in, truck drivers picking up containers. Right. Okay. And then, you know, I don't know if you're a truck driver that backs into a door and they ask you to break the seal and open it up. And then maybe you got to get back there and count it or make sure what's in there. And so their fear was the truckers were going to get it. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, it's not just from being physically touching it, but from the crew from these ships. That's why they're not allowed to get off the ships right now. The crew has to stay on the ships, even if they're not sick, because they don't want, because it's transferred through, you know, sneezing, coughing, contact that way. They don't want to take a chance on one of the crew members carrying something, t- coming in and talking to one of our port you know, one of the port workers and the next thing you know, that port worker ends up getting it and it keeps going and going and going. And the next thing you know, our drivers get it, you know, so drivers make the world go around. So here's, so here's, uh, uh, something also, if you think about it, it's not just coronaviruses. How many truckers come across all kind of viruses a day? You know, and, and don't get me wrong, most people we come in contact with, you just going to Walmart, for example, and grabbing the cart that the last person had, he might have just sneezed and didn't have a napkin and caught his snots in his hand, and then he puts his hand on his cart, or their baby's sick or whatever, and the baby touches the cart, or whatever the case is. You know, we come in contact with stuff every day. And as a trucker, we're going all over the country. Yeah, into one, area. Rest, one truck stop to the next truck stop, rest areas. Right. Yeah. E- exactly. You know, I don't know how many. And I mean, you know, it's it's almost a shame to have to say, yeah, some other human touched this doorknob. I mean, when I go, when I come out of the bathroom, the men's room. Hopefully. I use like my shoulder or my foot to open the door if it's not a, a, a latchet one. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I try not to touch the well, stuff. You yeah. don't want to. Even if you just washed your hands, the other people generally don't. I mean, I've been in bathrooms waiting for grandbabies to come out or another one of our kids, and you see a lot of people, and it's not, it's not even just basic on age. The, I see 
elderly, I've seen middle age, and I've seen young kids all walk out of that bath stall without even washing their hands and going right out. And you know... Do you think most truckers um, carry hand soap, the sanitized hand soap? No, but I think they should. If you were trucking, would you have like a bottle of soap? Oh, you're darn right I would. Like in the in the in the cup holder. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would be we would be so sanitized. And then, you know, here's the thing, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this kind of pod is because drivers, there's you need to watch out for yourself because you also gotta protect your family. You're out there working really hard for them. Don't bring something home to them. Yeah. So you That's know, true. Get Don't... get some hand sanitizer in there. Well, here's the other thing. You're a trucker and you come home if you got kids. Who gets you the sickest usually in your family? Oh, the... The, the, the kids, because they come home from... The snotty-nosed kids. Third grade, and they're all sneezing and coughing yeah. on it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, it, the schools, it runs rampant, and they, they can only do so much. So in your tractor drivers, get some hand sanitizer. Yes. Get some Lysol wipes. Wipe your steering even, wheel off. I was going to say, wipe your steering wheel off, even your from gears. yourself. Yeah, wipe your steering wheel off and your gear shift. You have no idea how many cruddy germs you've got yeah. rolling on that You know summer. what I'm a stickler on? And I'm not, I'm not a neat freak, you know, obviously. He's not a neat freak. I'm not, like, I'm not a neat freak. I don't even cook neatly, but I am a stickler on the damn handle of the refrigerator. I get so mad if there's, like, a crumb on it or something when I go to... But you're the one that always puts them there. I don't put the crumbs you on do the refrigerator. Ruth, yes, I think it's you and Rebecca. No, it's I think not. so. I'm pretty no, sure. Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure. Not. Nope. It's not me. Uh-huh. Listen, listen to me. I... I'm a stickler for that damn handle on the on the on the on the fridge. All I'm saying, if I was out there trucking, and I would want to spray, like when you reach in to grab your your handle to open your door up. How many truck drivers forget about that one little thing when you're reaching in to grab your handle? How many times do you realize that 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 handle's probably got enough germs in there? And I'm not a germaphobe, but just think about it. Germs in there, germs on your steering wheel, germs on your stick shift, if you even have a stick shift these days. But the bottom line is... The gas pump. Yeah, I mean, just yourself alone. You do not know where that guy's hand was last time before he touched that gas pump. I'm just saying. Yeah, and I agree with you. It's one thing I do agree on. There's just so much... You don't realize how much stuff that transfers back and forth. And you know where they say one of the most... where, Where disease enters into your body realistically. Do you know what it is? Yeah, your what? Your eye. Yeah. What'd you say? Ah. Ah. What's an ah? Your eye. So I tried to add a little slang in there, you know, like a little twang. Don't do that. I, 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 I can't imitate accents. Okay. So it was, it was your eye, like, like you itch your eye or you rub your eye because of that skin. They, they say that, um, uh, I, I guess it was on a, a doctor show. I've, I heard that where if you rub your eyes, and you have something on it, it's real easy to get sick. And you don't even know how you got sick. And you did it to yourself. Your your tear ducts, the fluid in your eye and your tear ducts, that's where it all comes in at. So when you touch your eye... Nine times out of ten, you're 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 actually going into where that crease is, where the germs can enter through your your tear duct and, and so forth. You don't actually keep it above on the lids. Did I tell you the other day when we were at Universal, right? We were over there, you and I and Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Uh, I turn around. You were putting the stuff in the locker so we can go on that one ride. Mm-hmm. As, as I'm turning around, some kid's walking toward me, and he goes, <coughs> right? And you know, like how you can feel the. It feels like a a big wind come at you. Mm-hmm. I felt it right on me. I'm like, oh my gosh, that kid just like coroned. He just coroned me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not kidding you. But but 
literally, but that's how easy it is because I was reading about it. That's that's how you get the coronavirus. And, is coughing and talking close to somebody. Little people. How are you, how are you like when someone's talking and, and spit comes out of their mouth? It and annoys hit, me. And you're like, oh my gosh, is he just sick? spat on my face. Exactly. So I'm just saying, as a trucker, you might want to practice cleaning your handles, cleaning your steering wheel, not touching the toilet, making sure. Oh, that's another thing. Sitting on the damn toilet at a truck stop. What do you think of that? I mean, honestly, I'm one of those guys that puts paper on top of the bowl, or the lid. Yeah, I'm serious. I do. I don't care. I'm not all about it. I'm not all about Some of them have those little seat covers. I'll, I'll use them. I really will, especially if it's a strange bathroom. You really should use them. Yeah, I, 100%. I don't think that takes your man card away. They I know. Keep your butt I, my clean. man card's there still, trust me. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, not that, not that most people are dirty. I don't think that. But all you need is that one guy. And remember what my doctor told me last week, that hepatitis and i never knew that hepatitis can last a week on the counter so just imagine now you take a dump at a truck stop and you got some trucker that has hepatitis and what does he do he coughs on the toilet seat and you go and you sit on it and then your hand touches it and then you rub your eye guess what you now have hepatitis i'm gonna tell you something this is a true story and i think i've told people this before one time i was working in safety in this trucking company in pennsylvania i won't say who they are Okay, I always say that. I won't say who they are. So, anyways, but I, I want—I mean this sincerely because there was this this dude that applied. He was in living in Jersey. Awesome dude. I mean, he was like one of those guys, really a polite guy. And I have no idea why the doctor, when he went to get his physical and his, and his drug screen and everything, the doctor called us and told us that he had a—he tested positive. Something came back in his blood platelets, right? for hepatitis how weird was that how weird was that this was this was like 20 some years ago why were they drawing blood i i have no idea he they when they when he went to the doctor something came back with his platelets he had to be retested or something i have no idea but anyway so i had to call this guy and tell him to call in because of this platelet thing Right? I'm, I'm telling you, this is a weird story. This is before he was ever hired. Right? I don't know if they drew blood or were they able to get, were, are they able to get platelets or something like that? It's the only way you can get it is by drawing your blood and doing a CVC yeah. count, which I is have, a complete blood count. I have no idea what, what had happened, but for some reason, on his way in, he had blood work done or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he called me back and told me, or the doctor had told us. And so I had to tell him, he said to me this, and people are probably going, yeah, what? what's up with that? I don't know. All I, all I know is it was a test that he had, and this was 20-some years ago. Anyways, so I told him what had happened, and he started crying. And he said to me, the reason he was so upset is because for the last five years, his wife and his daughter, were, they were all sharing razors. Like they would, she would use his razor to shave with her legs and all. And his big worry was now I wonder if my daughter got hepatitis, hepatitis C, by the way, which is the worst one. Mm -hmm. So, and you know what? This is like 25 years ago. So I don't remember the exact story, but that, but I'm telling you, there was something to do with his platelets and they had found out that he had hepatitis mm -hmm. and they couldn't get a hold of him. And so they contacted us. Hmm. And this was before the HIPAA law where you weren't allowed to tell anybody about any patient you had to have the patient actually talk to 
the doctor mm -hmm. and get the information himself. But we had already had the information. Mm -hmm. But anyways, so hepatitis is that, what I'm getting at is that transferable, okay? And this truck driver, I never found out if indeed his wife and daughter were infected. Well, salmonella and um, Ebola, those are all survivors on countertops too, if I remember correctly. Well, and that's what, <laughs> ironic you say Ebola, my my doctor was talking about that. She said, man, that's, I never want to go to Africa. She goes, that's like the worst thing you can get is Ebola, you know, and, and it's, it's, I'm telling you, just, there's some nasty stuff out there and God help us if it ever breaks out in the United States. I think we, the, the bluebonic, what's it called? The bubonic, bluebonic, bubonic, bubonic plague. Did that hit the United States? Mm-hmm. I know it I hit. That's the. That's what they. It was like a world thing. It's it's wiped out millions. I mean, when you when you have like a, a what's that called a pandemic or something like that or or what's it called? Pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. When you have something like that, it's it's all. That's why they. You know, a lot of times we we go, oh yeah, it's the media just blowing things up because that that kind of. To me, I always think, oh, the media's just trying to scare you to say, you know how like in, in Florida when they, when they say hurricane, everybody runs and gets, they run out and get all the plywood and all the, all the water, right? Well, when you start saying, oh, wow, West Nile virus. Oh, wow, truckers, watch out. Oh, watch this, watch that, right? Everybody goes out and, and they panic and they spend money on medicines and all kinds of crap. And you think it's a conspiracy, but when you think about it through the history of time, there's been diseases that have sprung up. You know, I think the measles wiped out a lot of people at one time. Yeah, that's Ring Around the Rosie, Pocket Full of Posies. Those, the, all these little nursery rhymes are from diseases. diseases. That wipe people out. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's, what was the other one? Typhoid that wiped people out. Um, there was another one that wiped people out. There's, there's just been, there's been so many things that, and don't get, don't think that another one of these viruses can't break out. You know, I think they said in China it's actually growing. By the well, way, I could use some Chinese food right now. Well, I'm making teriyaki chicken. All right, that's cool. So when it comes to areas like China and stuff where it's growing, mm. I mean, it can end up happening in the United States, but I think the one reason why stuff like that grows so bad over there is in certain villages, they have, like, no sewer system, and they don't have, like, their... Their areas is, is are not very clean in certain area, so it's it's more apt to have a epidemic start and, and go wild. In the United States, we have areas like that, but not near as much and not as bad. I'm going to say this also, like people bitch about the United States a lot, but we do have things like what's it called the FCC. Mm -hmm. That regulates certain things. You have the Food and Drug Administration. We have the CDC. You have, we have the, the CDC. FCC is just for the uh, FDC, the Food and Drug Administration. Mm -hmm. You have all these things that the government. What? What do you? What did you say? You said FDC. Yeah, Food and Drug. Oh, FDI. FDA. FDA. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm going to got some more Fs. But I'm, listen, honestly, we've got, they at least have put in place things to protect. Right. We do have that. And so with that being said, sometimes we get pissy about, about the rules and regulations 
And, and, and look, here, I'll give you another example, permitting. People go, why do I got to have a permit to put a damn porch on my house? Well, because if you sell that house and you didn't do it to, to code and the next guy breaks his leg on it because you didn't build it correctly, okay, that's, they, they, don't, they don't need millions of lawsuits going around, so they, they, put, they put standards on things, including the drugs we take, the food we eat, and, and even with... You know, when a disease pops up, they're right there to watch for this stuff. So, I mean, so it is a good thing in the United States. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I wouldn't want to live in another country. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I might, but I mean, it's I still like ours better. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I don't want to go to other countries. I'm just saying I, I'm going to stay here living in Florida. That's our own country. The, the country of Florida. <laughs> no. So anyways, truck drivers. I mean, we didn't really talk a lot about truckers in this pod within, but it really is. because you like to go off in your little. Well, I'll play the pod back and we'll see who went off. We'll see who went off. Where, where are you going? You're on like a zigzaggy road. I'm not on a zigzaggy road. Where's that? I'm a trucker. Zoom, zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom, zoom. What's that? Which one was that? Mazda. Mazda. Zoom, zoom. I've never owned a Mazda. Okay. So truck drivers. Take cleanliness for for real. To a new level. Serious. No, I mean, just saying, just take it serious. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. You walk in Walmart and Publix and all these stores, now they have those little... Sanitizer wipes. Sanitizer wipes for the carts. Use them. I use them. We and do. Every, absolutely. Well, heck, when we're at Universal, the one thing, and it's on my, like, I use a backpack when we walk around the parks, and on my backpack is a hand sanitizer. But in the backpack also is the spray hand sanitizer that I will, when use, when everybody was going down and they're all touching the rails, as soon as we get away from those rails, give me your hand, and I spray is because I don't know what's on them. And we have a lot of people from all different countries that are coming over. I don't need, I don't need y'all getting sick. I don't need me being sick. Yeah. But. And you know. you're right though. I mean, and, and, and the last thing you want is I've been sick on the road mm-hmm. and I've been sick to where. I'm, I call my dispatcher and I'm like throwing up and, and, and I'm like, and my, my, my exact words are, Hey, I'm not going anywhere. I'm sick. I'm throwing up. You could send somebody out here to take this load. You do whatever you want, but I'm going to bed. I'll, I'll call you when I'm up. Tell the shit, tell the receiver. I've actually did that one time and mm-hmm. I was in West Virginia on 68. I remember that on, on, on interstate 68 going, um, east towards Maryland and I literally was like at a truck stop up on top of a hill, and I literally sat there for two days and slept. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I slept the entire time. I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I was like sweating, chills. I, I wasn't really throwing up, but I had the fever and everything. I was like, where did I get that at? I mean, I don't usually even get sick. No, and, and when you look at with drivers, you get you don't get paid if you're not if those wheels aren't turning. You're not, it's not like you're on a salary, at least 95 or so percent of you are not on a salary. So you can't get paid if you're sick and sitting in a, in a truck stop or at home. I mean, hopefully things, you know, don't go to those extents. And now there is at a lot of the truck stops they're putting now, they're putting, um, like walk-in clinics. So a lot of the truck stops now are having those. So if you're feeling sick or anything like that, Definitely go and use one of those. But 
protect yourself in your tractor. Get some hand sanitizer. Do they have walk-in clinics at some of the trucks? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they're I, starting I didn't to, know, you know that. Yeah, I did a pod on that. That Thank you for paying attention to that one. I was, where was yeah. I at? Was I on the pod with you? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> That's going through the curves. That almost sounds like a cat. With you. Okay. Shh. Come on. Let's go. Move on. So anyways, get some hand sanitizer for in your tractor. And, and can I just say this? Let me just say um, this right then. It's for real. Most of these guys know to keep themselves clean. But I sometimes it's... They no, I know. I'm just saying sometimes it's just nice to be reminded. Well, here's the thing. A lot of the drivers, you know, they don't think of... Well, yeah, I probably should get some Lysol wipes and wipe my steering wheel down. Some of them never think of that stuff. They're thinking, yeah, I know how to take a shower and clean up. Yeah, they know that. They know how exactly. to wash their hands after they use the bathroom. But do they honestly think, hey, let me use my shirt tail to open that door because I don't know where that guy's thing is. But drivers also, a lot of you use gloves when you pump your fuel. So, yeah. you know, if you don't... Clean use, your gloves. If you Well, if you don't use gloves... Start, you know, until, you know, protect them and then keep the gloves in in the box outside the truck and try not to touch the outside of them, you know, because you can't really clean them. But you know what? The advice you're giving is good advice. I'm going to tell you why. Ninety nine percent of times you're not getting sick, but it's that one percent when you do that. If if you were taking if you were protecting yourself, now you don't get sick at all. Well, here, here's also if from touching something. If you don't want to get like leather gloves to pump your fuel, they have those examining gloves, the nitrate gloves that not nitrate, nitrile. Wait, <laughs> listen, I'm I'm the one sick. I mean, I don't know. Nitrile gloves that they sell actually at Walmart, and it's the rubber gloves that the doctors will use and so forth, and you just toss them when you're done using them. So, you know, spend a few bucks, get them when you're gonna go and pump your fuel. Pop a rubber glove on your hands. That way you're not even getting the fuel smell on your hands. Pump your, your fuel and take them off and trash them right there. You don't have to worry about it. All right. All right. I think we've beaten the coronavirus pretty good. I yeah. don't know. Hey, do you have more stuff? I'm just, you know. No, I mean, I agree. It's, you just basically be careful. Definitely. You know, because truckers don't realize that they're, they're, they're virus targets out there. You're going everywhere. And you're around a lot of people and you don't know, you might be, I don't want to say the clean freak because, you know, there's only a few truckers that are actually really clean freaks, but there are many drivers that are clean, you know, then you have a couple of those not cleans. Point is, is when you go to like, like ports and you're going to these places where, you know, your shippers and your receivers, you know, just try and keep yourself protected don't get sick. I agree 100%. I mean, I, like I said, I, I don't want to beat it anymore. I mean, I I just know that it's just something that needs to be talked about. People kind of, and to be honest with you, I've been overlooking it myself, kind of just blowing it off, but you just never know. I mean, and it's, this, we're in the flu season, so, you, you know, we just all had some kind of sore throat thing here. So, anyways, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's 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 wrap this up and get a a really cool pod going. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.